0: Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins Podcast. Today is Friday, January 31st, the last day of January. Can you believe it? I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker, and today it is Miguel Sano day as far as projections go. If you weren't listening yesterday or you couldn't tune in. We are going around the diamond with my projections and then we're going to compare it to steamer projections for each minnesota twin we started with mitch garver yesterday and then we're going to go miguel Sano today uh, next monday when we're back on the show we'll just go around the diamond Luis rise we're going to have jorge Polanco, josh donaldson eddie rosario byron buxton max cap max kepler uh, marwin gonzalez as well and then we'll do the pitching staff and the rotation leading into spring training so we're going to do miguel Sano today i want to look deeper at taiwan walker because if you didn't listen to Gleeman and the Geek from last night, they posted it yesterday. Go take a listen. But they were heavily insinuating that the Twins are going to make a veteran minor league signings or invites, non-roster invites to spring training. And one of the names that was mentioned on the Star Tribune from Lavelle Neal was Taiwan Walker. We mentioned Walker a little bit before, but I want to dive deeper into his stats, look at his career, what it's been like for him, and what maybe we can expect from him in spring training or what we should look for. So I want to look deeper into those those stats for him. I think he's a really interesting case if the Twins were to bring him in to Fort Myers. But first, I want to start with Miguel Sano. In 2019, uh, he had a monstrous second half. We know that, but overall, really good season for Miguel Sano when he was healthy. 105 games, 439 plate appearances, hit 247, got on base though at a 346 clip and slugged 576. 34 home runs, a 137 uh, with runs created, or excuse me, weighted uh, runs created plus. Did a really, really nice job. At the dish last year, and you know, at third base, struggle but Josh Donaldson will move him over to first. So, Miguel Sano is going to be the everyday first baseman for the Twins in 2020. His steamer projections are also solid. They have him playing 138 games if he stays healthy. Of course, he missed, you know, the first five weeks of the 2019 season uh, or into May. Uh, they have him for 581 plate appearances. They have him hitting 246. He hit 247 last year with a 337 on base percentage, very similar, you know, nine points lower than 346 he had in 2019. 519 that's about a 60 point drop off from 2019 they have him hitting 37 home runs with a 121 a weighted runs created plus so you know this is another favorable projection from steamer for miguel Sano. and usually the twins are disrespected in these projections but so far Uh, With Miguel Sano, they really like him. Mitch Garver yesterday, they had him very conservatively hitting 16 home runs. If Mitch Garver hits under 16 home runs, I think it's going to be 16 or less home runs. I think it's going to be because he was injured, not because he was not effective when he did play. Big time bat, big time power. And the same goes for Mr. Miguel Sano. Miggy, my 2020 projections for Miggy Sano. I'll stay with the 138 games and the 581 plate appearances. I think that that's going to be the case. I mean, Rocco's going to get everyone a day off. I think when Miguel sits, it's going to be Marwin at first, filling in for him. Uh, loves to know against lefties, just destroys lefties, and, and he should back cleanup against lefties in my lineup projections at least. Uh, so I have him for 138 games and 581 plate appearances, just as Steamer does. I have him hitting two forty-six. I think batting average is tough to... Uh, Predict and I think he will be right around that 250 range, which is solid for him. On base, I have at 340, uh, 346 last year. I think he's going to be right around that number. There's a potential that he gets gets up to 350, 360 because we saw his adjustments at the plate. Miguel Sano is a big strikeout guy. I think he has a 30% career strikeout rate. But that doesn't mean he's a free swinger. I mean, he he spits on pitches just as Mitch Garver does, and we talked about him yesterday. Snow so puts together really at bats, and especially in, really good at bats, and especially in that second half when he hit like 276, and you know was just crushing the ball. I think he had 21 homers in his last 60 games. It's because he was patient, and when he gets pitches down the middle of the plate, especially fastballs, he takes them on a ride. The only thing that stops him is when he swings at pitches outside of the strike zone. I think he's going to get on base at a really nice pace. 340, I have him for on base percentage and slugging 550, so more than Steamer, right in between the Steamer and his 2019 number. I've been hitting 42 home runs with a 135, uh, weighted runs created. Plus, I think Miguel is going to break the 40 home run barrier in 2020. Yes, the ball might be de Let's assume the ball goes back to what it was in 2018, 2017. You know, it's changed every year, basically. But Sano hits the ball harder than anyone in baseball. In 2019, he uh, beat out Aaron Judge, I believe was second for a hard hit rate. In the entire league for, I think it was 200 batted ball events. yeah, I think he beat out Aaron Judge. I believe he did. He was one or two to Aaron Judge. Uh, Miguel Sano just destroys the baseball. And I don't think that uh, the ball ball change will affect that very much. He doesn't hit very many wall scrapers. So I have him for 42 home runs. I think it's going to be another huge season for Miggy and I think he's going to emerge as one of the best first basemen in baseball and I think he's going to be an all-star candidate if not an all-star starter uh, come July. So Miguel Sano, if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to have a monstrous season again like he did in the second half at the dish for the Twins. I really like him this year. Uh, I had a choice. I was looking at jerseys. I wanted to buy a Twins jersey and you know, I thought about being ranked the number one Twins A valuable asset on both The Athletic and Twins Daily. That was written by Aaron Gleeman and Nick Nelson. Uh, Gleeman at The Athletic, Nelson at Twins Daily, was Jorge Polanco. And I'm a big polo guy, and we're going to talk about polo next week. But Miguel Sano, I think, is the guy. I bought Miguel Sano's jersey instead, uh, and that was when I knew, I didn't know that he was getting a contract extension, so now I get to wear it for another season But Sano's just one of those guys you want to see succeed, and I know he's not loved by the fan base, and I know they're really hard on him. You know, people were calling for him to be sent back to Double A and Triple A last year when he struggled and went 0 for 7 with five strikeouts. I think it was in that uh, extra inning games, extra inning game with Boston. But this guy has big time power. I mean, if he's if he's selective, which I think he will be, he can get on base. He walks. He strikes out a ton. Uh, Ted Schwerzler said yesterday he's kind of a three outcomes guy, walk, strikeout, home run. But that's fine when you are when you have a, a 900 OPS like he did last year uh, with 34 home runs. So he's going to be a huge bat in the middle of this lineup. Again, I think I said it yesterday or the day before. Vlad Levine asked Miguel Sano if he was willing to play first base. He said absolutely. And then he asked him, are you willing to hit eighth in this lineup? Miguel Sano said, hell no, I'm not hitting eighth. So I think Sineau is going to be a key cog in the middle of this Twins lineup. And then I, I said again against lefties, I think he's going to hit clean up or third because he hits them so well, as does Josh Donaldson, Nelson Cruz, and Mitch Garver. So that's the Miguel Sineau projection for me. Very close to the steamer. I have him hitting five more home runs and having a uh, better weighted runs created plus. In 2020, because I think the league production will go down with the baseball and just, um, you know, in general. So I think compared to the league, Miguel Sano will be better than a 121. That's 21% above league average. Last year, he was 37% above above league average in runs created. We come back, a close look at Taiwan Walker. It sounds like he's going to join the Twins in Fort Myers. There's been some buzz around his name. It's not announced. It's not confirmed yet. But let's take a look at his career. You're, looking, you're listening to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Lockdown to reach sports fans, but you may not know that Locked On Minnesota Twins is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Twins fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And it's not just any podcast listener, it's a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Twins fans in a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockdownpodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve lockdown advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockdownpodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. We did a Miguel Sano 2020 projection in the first segment. I'm not drinking the Twins Kool-Aid too much because the projections that I have for Miguel are very similar to the Steamer projections by Fangraphs. So I'm not I'm not too crazy, but uh, I think he's going to have a big year, Miguel Sano. I think it's going to be tough for for Rocco Baldelli and Thad and, and Derek to uh, bat him anything lower than five or six. In this lineup, even in this loaded lineup, I want to take a look at an arm that the Twins are looking to bring to Fort Myers. It sounds like from LaValle Neal, a Star Tribune, and then Gleeman and the Geek saying last night that they're expecting, or you know, insinuated that they're expecting a veteran or two signing, uh, or to bring to Fort Myers non-roster invites, I assume, and I think Taiwan Walker is going to be one of those names. Let's take a look at this guy because he was a, I believe he was a highly touted prospect. I mean, he came up in the league when he was in his age twenty-two season. He pitched twenty-nine games for Seattle in twenty fifteen when he was twenty-two, one hundred sixty-nine and two-thirds innings. Uh, he had a four fifty-six ERA, 407 FIP, though, eight point three Ks per nine, and one point three homers per nine. Uh, in 2016, he came back in his age 23 season, 25 games, another 134 and one-thirds inning, so less, uh, maybe an injury there or, or a call down, not exactly sure. 422 ERA, 499 FIP, 8 Ks per nine, 1.8 home runs per nine. Not a great year in his age 23 season. This was the year where Taiwan Walker really broke out, was 2017, his age 24 season. Similar to what we saw with Jose Barrios these last two years, Barrios, of course, entering his age 26 season. Walker in 2017 was in his age 24 season for Arizona this time around. He pitched in 28 games. 157 and one-thirds innings pitched. He had a 349 ERA, a 404 FIP, 8.4 Ks per nine, and just one home run point per nine. That's 1.0 home runs per nine. In 2018, he only pitched 13 innings because of Tommy John surgery, a 346 ERA, 393 FIP, tiny sample size. And then 2019, just one inning pitch. So the last two years, 14 total innings pitched because of injury, Tommy John surgery, elbow issues, arm issues, just Taiwan Walker has struggled to stay healthy these last two years. But when he pitches, he's above league average. 2017 showed he's a, he's a good pitcher. That was his age 24 season. But this is what is really exciting for me and what should be exciting for you is his average fastball velocity. So his best season in 2017. Let's take a look at his pitches. Let's take a look at that four-seam fastball. He threw it 55% of the time in 2017. This is saying you get Taiwan Taiwan Walker back to that level. Um, here's what you would maybe see and this was in 2017 again 349 era 28 games 157 and one-thirds innings pitched just great season 8.4 k's per nine really really good year from tywin walker in 2017 he threw his fastball 55 percent of the time averaged 94 miles per hour with it which is great 21 percent whiff rate really solid pitch all around uh, based on peripherals expected batting average expected slugging percentage expected wOBA. it was just a solid pitch his fastball he threw it over half of the time Second most frequently thrown pitch is his cutter, 20% whiff rate. Again, another solid pitch. I mean, solid numbers all around. It's not dominant by any sense of the imagination. Just a solid pitch. Splitter, 13.8% uh, frequency, 20% whiff rate. It's solid. Again, I mean, it, it, good splitter as well. His curveball was borderline nasty in 2017. He only threw it 12.5% of the time, but he got a 35% whiff rate. A uh, Really good peripheral numbers with it. Expected batting average. I think it was below 200. So, borderline nasty curveball as well. And then a sinker 4% of the time, 16% whiff rate, another solid plus pitch. So, I mean, this is a guy who can throw five really good pitches, Taiwan Walker, when he's at his best, which he was in. 2017 for Arizona average fastball velocity by season 2015 he came up through 95 miles per hour average 94.8 2016 94.6 and then 2017 dropped almost a mile per hour 93.7 maybe that was a, a change or maybe his elbow was bothering him before the Tommy John surgery in 2018 uh, or he was just taking a little bit off that fastball to get more movement but Taiwan Walker went healthy again Really good pitcher, and I think what you're going to see, and and Gleaming of the Geek said again last night, that the Twins are really high on Lewis Thorpe, it sounds like. So if they think Lewis Thorpe is going to be their maybe number four starter, you'd think Taiwan Walker would be battling Randy Dobnak or battling Devin Smeltzer or maybe another veteran signing that they make, uh, battling them for that fifth spot, and if he comes back healthy, uh, I think he can absolutely get in. I think he has like mid rotation upside, if not you know playoff caliber starter upside. Taiwan Walker, when healthy, really good, and I think he makes a lot of sense for the Twins as kind of a lottery ticket dart throw. Nick Nelson wrote a great article at Twins Daily about all the best non roster invites or best remaining free agent arms, and Taiwan Walker was at the top of his list. I think he's the top of most lists for remaining starting pitchers. You have no idea what you're going to get out of him. I mean, and only the Twins know. I think, or maybe they don't know about his health right now. But as a non-roster invite to Fort Myers, why not? Give the kid a chance. What if he shows up and he's really good? He's only 26, or he might've turned 27, but he's entering his age 27 season. And I mean, he's still young. He's only a couple years removed from being a really good starter. Uh, You know, even a two top of the rotation starter in Arizona. And if he comes in healthy and he's throwing 94 again with that fastball and you can get Wes Johnson to adjust a little bit, maybe they saw they want to up that curveball percentage if he's healthy or, or a pitch mix. He's got five really good pitches again, uh, but that fastball is a solid one at 94 miles per hour in his in his great season in 2017. So, uh, if Taiwan Walker does sign with the Twins, I think it's a good signing and I think it's a low risk opportunity. And you're going to see him in spring training if that's the case. And I think he will be fighting for that fifth spot. We're going to talk more about Lewis Thorpe next week. I'm not crazy about Lewis Thorpe, um, but I think I need to dig deeper into his his past with the Twins and in his past numbers as well. I know he has really good strikeout numbers across all levels but it sounds like they are really high on him again according to gleeman and the geek thank you for listening to the lockdown minnesota twins podcast we did the miguel sano 2020 projections from steamer from me and then we looked at his 2019 numbers as well as taiwan walker maybe getting invited to fort myers non-roster invite walker and maybe another veteran uh, hasn't been announced by the team yet thanks again for listening have a great weekend we'll be back on monday more twin stuff Never been a better time to be a Twins fan. Brandon Warren's own coverage was a guest of the show, and he wrote an article for his own coverage uh, the other day that said it's the best time to be a Twins fan. I couldn't agree more. Next week, we'll have Doe Young Park on Thursday. uh, MLB.com reporter for the Twins, and then Nick Nelson as well. Oh, excuse me, Doe Young Park on Wednesday, Nick Nelson, uh, I believe, on Thursday. Nelson's a a little more loose. He's got work and stuff. I mean, he's a working man. I'm just sitting here recording a podcast. And then Doe will be on Wednesday. So I'm excited. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to more projections. And looking forward to talking with you. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. Go Twinks.